Hello, and welcome to the eTech Podcast with me, your host, Ryan Morn. I have been involved in the development of electrified vehicles and machines since 2005 as an engineer and a business leader. This podcast is the product of my passion for electric and autonomous vehicle technology. I'm here to share knowledge from some of the world's leading experts, as well as my own insights. Join me as we accelerate the transition to cleaner, safer and smarter vehicles and grow the industry around the world. For today's episode, we've got a guest who I've known for quite a long time. He's an absolutely fantastic guy from a really, really wonderful part of the world. Um, and if you haven't been to where he's from, you really should make a point of going there sometime. Uh, absolutely fantastic. So it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show Kimo Raumer from Danfoss Editron. Um, he's going to talk to us about his journey, his story and what they do at Editron. So welcome to the show, Kimo. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. And, and, and almost we're able to start with the normal nowadays uh, happening. So my son was walking into the, into the room. <laughs> so so <laughs> like starting with, uh, with the normal teams and all the stuff that we have today. But, but thank you for inviting me. It's really, really enjoyable to be here and, and of course, uh, talk about the, the things that are really near to both of our, our world and, and, and what is going on in the world. So I'm, I'm really happy to, to be here. Yeah, and it's. I think we just declare an interest in that we started roughly the same kind of time doing the electrification stuff. So our paths have crossed lots and lots of times in the past. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, people, uh, I'll, I'll have to apologize for that in advance. So I'm going to have to try and be on my best behavior as an interviewer and uh, remember to ask you about all the things that um, you might have already told me in the past but to try and get the most out of this for uh, for the listeners so that probably leads nicely into a good starting point which is really your background Kimo and how you got into doing how you got into the electrification piece in the first place and, and where you're from so if you could just give us a quick bit of a, an intro to yourself yes thank you Ryan so so as, uh, as Ryan told uh, my name is Kimo and, and I'm born in Finland and as you know from the ice hockey, all of you that uh, follow ice hockey, there is a saying that if you want to win, have a fin. So that's uh, important to know. And it also goes for the for any other other part of the world. So 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 I don't know if Ryan, you have any fins, but uh, this, this is just a hint for you that if you want to win, have a fin. And we, we so actually so Finland is a big country. Um, as uh, I don't know, it's sort of a surprising thing because there's not very many of you, um, but it's a very huge yeah. place. And yeah, you're yeah. from um, quite an interesting eastern, part of Finland. Yes, it's the eastern part, so it's the nearest place if you know the, from the map Saint Petersburg, which is a big city in in Russia. So we are the nearest city uh, when you come from Russia side in Saint Petersburg to Finland. So you can find it from there. So so that's the place, and and I can tell you uh, that that how you get to know. Finns and and the and the mentality of the Finn in this COVID nineteen time. So there is this uh, joke that will tell that uh, that the Finns are super happy that uh, that the limit of uh, of two meter distancing is over and we can go back to normal five meters. So <laughs> yeah. so, so 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 basically basically Finland is seventy five percent of forest and and twenty percent of lakes and the rest is habitat. So so we are size of Germany and it's a little bit over five million people and and we are really technology driven country. So that's basically the the, the something that people rarely notice that uh, that it's it's really that we have a really high education on mm. almost sixty percent of the of the people goes to the university level and 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 that's where it's of course the home of Nokia mobile phones and all of the inventions during that and through that it's a it's a still also also the inverters which are made in this world a majority of those are, are designed still by Finnish engineers just because of the background that there is ABB and 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 Danfoss and and of course before that was Facon and there is also Eton in the area and, and the area that where it was firstly invented and and it's a it's a really big part of the of the of the background of the of the country, the technology and 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 all the things that it's ruined by that. So biggest part of our cross capita comes from that. Yeah, and I, I wonder, you know, because in in our part of the world, obviously that the our engineering heritage in the north of England is from kind of coal mining and shipbuilding. 
But uh, I think the high tech stuff in your part of the world is probably because in uh, a, a long, a lot of the time of the year, you're under about 25 uh, feet of snow. So uh, you can't, unless you're going snowmobiling, you have to be inside designing electronics and uh, programming uh, software. Yeah, that's that's about it. That that, that if you if you if the other way around is just to be that depressed or then then design something. So so yeah. most of the people are designing something, and that's uh, that's of course the the good thing. But the, of course the truth is that the educational system has been for a long long time a really really good one, and all the also university education is free of charge. So so just right. if you don't know if you go and uh, if you are Finn and you go to university, you are paid by the government monthly. You pay. Oh, well, so you get like a, a grant kind of. Yes, you are. You are. You get the salary monthly to wow. be in the university. So in, if you think about the rest of the world, that where you need to pay, pay. a lot to, to be in the university, and then at the same time, the universities are inside the few hundred best in the world. And, yeah. and as a Finnish Finnish citizens, when you have a passport, you are paid. So it's a totally upside down world. So wow. so. Well, yeah, which explains why you know so many people have uh, higher degrees and and things. And you, so you you're from an engineering background yourself. Yes, so so I have been uh, quite entrepreneurial for my whole life, and and of course the the first uh, first target for me was to be a pilot, and 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 uh, and I I was in the in the in the course in the in there, and and then then I I hurt my knee, and then I was not able to continue on that road, and and I needed to do something else, and and because uh, I had the failed uh, electric uh, engineering uh, <laughs> courses, so electrical physics was the only part, uh, thing that I failed during my college studies and, yeah. <laughs> and and then i decided that well well because i didn't understand anything of that maybe it's a good thing and at that time nokia was really racing in in finland and and actually the uh, engineers were the highest highest paid okay. uh, uh, part of the of any 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 job that you could get and i was thinking that well i need to earn something so i went for for that one and but then uh, when you when you go to something and you notice that it's actually interesting and you get in love with that, then then it drives uh, the passion is more than anything else. So it doesn't matter if you have not been good before, yeah. but if you find passion for something, then the world is fully open. And then uh, then I actually have uh, have uh, founded several companies around that, and I finally also did a PhD around control engineering. So 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 really really became part of my my or central of my my world. Uh, and 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 when I was able to combine the entrepreneurship there it's uh, it's actually really really cool so so yeah. i am not if i maybe i'm not enough patience to really to be the best pcp designer because uh, i <laughs> after my designs there is quite many mistakes compared to the designers that we have in house who have actually the patience to check what they did so so uh, being uh, being an entrepreneur is good that uh, that you can do uh, decisions uh, uh, daily, and and then the next day you can change your mind and do a new decision yeah. when you learn it, and and nobody actually noticed. So so I'm like a navigator in the car. So so as a, as a, as a leader, so in the end I'm always right. <laughs> but I guess um, I mean in, in a lot of countries, uh, the leadership of a business quite often don't have a technical background. I mean certainly we see that in the UK. Um, it's unusual. I'm, I, I'm an engineer as well, as you know. But um, many, uh, many people in uh, senior positions in um, in big these big corporations don't have a technical background, so they're kind of not really in touch with the products that they're they're producing. You know, they're all about the the the, uh, the finance, basically, and the spreadsheets and uh, the accountancy. So, um, so having that technical grounding must have been really helpful when you um, when you came to establish Fazedo. Yeah, that's that's true, and 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 uh, and also, uh, if you think about China, there, as you know, they they put their typically that if they have the engineering background, they put it clearly there that they, if they are leader of the company, they put there that they are engineering background. That's a, that's they are really proud of. So I think that we Ryan maybe we should also put that one there yeah. that, that we also pointed out that uh, that no matter if you are CEO or whatever managing director or vice president, we put there that we have actually engineering background, so the people. Yeah know that that we we actually understand what we are doing okay you can take that one out and now yeah. half of your half of your listeners are now saying that okay now 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 i'm not listening anymore so no I th- I, well i think in some <laughs> places it's not taken as a positive um although i very much think it is a positive because I, I think you can't really manage something successfully unless you have a bit of an understanding you know the right questions to ask 
Um, but yeah, that that wouldn't necessarily be too much of a popular opinion. Um, uh, so, so t- tell us about um, Visedo and how you came to yeah. s- to set that up. So you, you you've been through this academic career. Um, where you've been paid by the government uh, to study engineering. <laughs> um, you've and you've 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 done a PhD, and then uh, next is Visedo. So how did that? Yeah, happen? yeah. I I had a few companies there in between, and and actually uh, uh, one of the companies that we were running, which uh, which were on the Dentalix race, uh, uh, was was going fast, and and then that was bankrupt, okay. and 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 I had asked the. the the founder of uh, of Bacon, which was last time before before Danfoss, so founder of Bacon to support me on that one. But uh, as he came in and said that, uh, and and here now all the who you have MBAs and uh, with the financial background and say, yeah, we are actually the correct ones to lead the companies. He said that uh, that do you know what man? You don't understand anything about cash flow, and you are asking cash. So do you know what is the answer? So, so, so in in that one then was a, was a, was an output that well I bankrupt that one and and I needed to look for a job because I, I something some some the everything was 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 gone basically on that one and then uh, Vejo was at that time uh, uh, he has founded Bacon and and he was owning that and he said that okay maybe it's better that if you come there to learn a little bit about the things and yeah. and then I went went over to there and. And learned about the drives and and the world of the of the motor motor drives and the systems in the industrial side. And they already were at that time. We could see that there was little bit hints of the mobile part to start. Yeah. And 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 you could see the first ones uh, coming out uh, coming out there on the on the first cars and and first of course their golf cars and all of that. And and then uh, uh, after a while he called me there and said that uh, that I have heard that you have uh, you have been uh, humble to learn the things that he, that you were missing. So I got a lot of management training and also financial training during the time. And he said that okay, if you are interested, he if I want to be an entrepreneur again, he could support support still and and then at the same time university started to really push through the electrification on heavy mobile work machines so so i didn't come up with that idea myself but then i was okay. offered that maybe we should start to electrify the mobile of highway machines okay. and i just i just took uh, 12 different kind of machines and put it on the paper calculated the technology that i knew that uh, that uh, that we could make and and also the fuel price at that time and and everyone else us remember how the, how the fuel price or the crude oil price was in the 2009 and and Warren awards it was like rising all the time and yeah. and then i i calculated from 12 machines that eight of them were with the payback time uh, less than three years with the current uh, price which was about one one euro of, of 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 leader so so that's that was about the pricing and and that oh, yeah. that the payback time was there eight out of 12 machines so i decided that okay this makes sense this is a business so let's start a business around this and 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 then 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 i jump off of that that company and yeah. and, and in the in the in the beginning i was i was there alone and, <laughs> and then i was <laughs> i still remember that it was uh, it was uh, it was quite late night that uh, that i was thinking that uh, i need to have the team here and, and and then I started to find it. And so so just to just to kind of we'll go pick up on that. So you basically sat down and you looked at twelve different kinds of off off highway machines. So we're looking like forestry equipment, construction equipment, mining equipment, this kind of stuff. Yes. Yes. And you you did a calculation based on I need batteries and motors and you know these yeah. bits of hardware. Were you thinking about it as a new build machine or as a kind of retrofit? Like if I take out the engine and fit the electric, or was it a new, new, new equipment? I, I, I calculated on the on the base because, of course, I didn't know anything about mobile work machine market. Yeah, and and I can tell you, if I would have known that 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 actually how slow the industry is, I would have never started the company. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> because of course I came from the fast-moving markets like dental X-rays or mobile mo- phones or yeah. or this kind of stuff, which was moving like that. In a, in a year, you could bring a, a, a new product to the market. And if I would have known that excavator takes seven years to ten years to bring it there, I would have never had the patience to think that I will change it. Yeah. But uh, but because as you know that entrepreneurs are typically not the most wisest ones in the world. They are the <laughs> they are the ones that, that <laughs> believe believes too much of the world and I would ourselves so so that's then that's the reason that we jump in so i just take the the price that i could find from the internet for machine 
yeah. I looked the, the the how much it uses uh, 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 gasoline, and then then I just uh, just take that. Okay, I know that I can save with this kind of uh, a cycle. I believe that I can change save this much of uh, of, uh, yeah. of the fuel, and and how much does it uh, does it uh, uh, earn back on that one, and then how much the extra equipment cost. So okay. I was only calculating that does it pay back for the extra investment in three years. And then I looked at typical lifetime for the first user is like five years for the machine. So then the first year owner, owner would earn the, about the same money for themselves. Yeah. So I would assuming that then they would make a wise decision that, okay, they want to earn that amount of money by investing a little bit more of, of beginning. Okay. But, uh, but that was that was uh, quite straightforward and jumping quite many things of the of the industry, which I didn't know. I didn't have any clue about because I have never worked on the mobile merchandising market before. Okay, and then so then you 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 kind of set about actually delivering on some of these. So in the business, so what which which did you start with? What was the first kind of um, what was your first experiment with the electrified off highway machine? Well, well, I can I can tell you the first experience was uh, was that that I was thrown out of many of the first companies I went in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because because that uh, that uh, that the people in 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 these companies are typically from the background of hydraulics and mechanics and not from the electric parts and yeah. and of course in my mind I was thinking that they are just waiting for someone to come uh, to sell waste them from the from the leaking hydraulics and they are waiting for them that okay somebody gives you that the new message that you don't need it anymore and and we can change to this new bright technology and i totally forget that they love their own technology and they are proud of what they have achieved in the last 25 years so yeah. i went in and i told them that yes we every one of us knows that hydraulics is really bad so, <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and and then then that was a quite wrong type of starting and and after after the first three companies and 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 one literally throw me out in 15 minutes when when i entered in yeah, and 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 then then uh, we think that okay, what went wrong? What yeah. what is? And then I then I understood that okay, I I'm saying that what they have developed during the 25 years is is worth of nothing, <laughs> and and this guy who has never done any work machine is able to make it 30 percent better just by changing the stuff inside. Yeah. So so and then I really needed to change the the the, the way of uh, of of my sales speech. Yeah. Uh, that that we talked about the machines that they have currently until someone says that okay there might be a small issue and then I tried to bring the, the electrification as a sol- solving uh, a system to that issue whatever it was that that we could speak and then uh, it took quite a long time before before actually really getting in uh, there was the harbor machines which were basically already electrified yeah but then then I could offer there a little bit more. Uh, uh, um, efficient technology with the permanent magnet machines because they were using induction machines. So there was a small things that, but that was already done. And then also mining machines were already investigating that because in a, in a, in underground mining, yeah. if you if the relationship, I, 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 please forgive me if there is some mining expert and this relation is totally totally wrong. But the, but the, as a thumb rule, if you use one one dollar to the fuel underground mining you need to use 100 dollars to the ventilation get the fume out yeah yeah so 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 basically the the ventilation is so costly to the underground mines that whatever you do to take take it out that you burn less uh, uh, fuels inside the mines it is worth of doing yeah so 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 that that is really something that uh, that was area and we also started at that time on those ones but then the first machine that was actually really giving the truth to my first calculation was it was it took all, already two and a half years before before we came and it was a stone crusher oh wow and, okay. and, yeah 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 and of course <laughs> i can now tell that that i knew everything about the physics of crushing stones which means <laughs> that i have i had had no clue but because i was already so so desperate of of really getting sales i just promised to the owner that that okay you get your money back if we don't save 30 percent yeah, yeah. Okay, then of course, then uh, when the price was that, that if it's thirty percent, and 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 then then the lifetime was five years, and and the calculator said, of of course I got the deal. Yeah. And 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 then we electrified that one, and it was uh, it was then uh, it was one of the biggest uh, France uh, road construction companies who took that, 
and and actually it was uh, it was paying back in 8.6 months they were and and what kind of system was that? Was it a hybrid or was it a battery electric or what? Yeah. what, what it, it was. Like? A, it was a hybrid. So, so we okay. kept the same diesel there uh, okay. because a Caterpillar diesel. So we kept the same diesel there. That there was a minimum amount of changes to the other components. And then typically the diesel had a gearbox, and the gearbox have the have the uh, direct connection then to the drum that was turning, and 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 it was basically mechanical driven. So we yeah. just changed those ones, and we had a generator there. And then we have a supercapacitor for the peaks to make sure that, uh, that uh, as you can understand, when you have a stone crusher and you get the big stone, uh, some excavator drops it there, you have a huge peak of energy coming in. And then, then when the stone is come, it's basically going down and, and the yeah. diesel needs to be getting the power to the peak. So it needs to run all the time with, uh, with the top power that there is. Yeah. So with the supercapacitor, we, we took the peaks out and, and, and get, the, get the diesel running with the, with the standard uh, medium power or average power and then we had a motor running the drum and and now as i as i told you that i knew everything about the stone crushing physics i i also knew that if i can keep the speed of the crusher all the time the same actually the energy needed to crush the stone is less right Okay. And, and, and because the diesel is, is always struggling, if you get the peak, it slows down a little bit. So yeah. also the drum of the, uh, it's slowing down. And so it needed to use more energy as a total to get the stone crushed. But because every one of us knows that the electric motor gives the torque immediately yeah. and can keep it even in the, in the small speed. So, so it didn't slow down. So actually the stone was crushed with less energy. So the total ah. energy consumption was dramatically less. And then at the same time, the output was, of course, much higher. Yeah. So, so actually, the, the reason that the payback came was not about the saving the fuel. It was because of the productivity increased so much. Ah, okay. So and and this, this, is, this has been the biggest learning for me. The electrification in, in, a, in a machine is not about saving fuel. Yeah. It's about increasing productivity because the controllability and, and able to have the immediate talk in any application that is cyclic gives you so much more benefits that, that it pays everything out compared to the machines that you have today. Yeah. And that, that, was the, that was also the time, as I told you, that, the, that, the, that when I was uh, having a financing round, as, as many of you entrepreneurs know that you need money, a lot of these kind of companies. And in the beginning, when the oil price was rising, I got this answer that this is the best company ever. It's dependent on the oil price and what one can say that oil price will be rising forever because it's limited resources. Yeah. So everybody was doing, okay, we want to invest in your company. And that was really like, like easy part. And then everybody was up new members what happened in 2013. Yeah. That suddenly it was more than $100 per, per barrel and, and, and the paybacks time less were less than less than three years for me. And everybody was really going forward. And then in the, in the next morning, it was like $21 per yeah and, and 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 so the payback times were totally out of the picture and 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 i didn't know what to do so i kept my i didn't update the oil price to my my slides because because my sales story was was destroyed on that one so <laughs> i kept the sales price on the on the same but then after four months somebody started to notice me that hey guy have you noticed that the oil price is a little bit different nowadays so yeah and all the big companies stopped all of their projects right yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, and, and, and at the same time, the stone crusher came out and, and I, I went to them and asked that why you are actually still buying from us? Because most of the companies have stopped all the projects because the oil price is down and yeah. it takes, makes no sense to, to put these machines which are based on the savings out. And they said, it's, no, it's, it's so minority for us. The productivity gives us so much more that, that, that the fuel price is, is just a small extra there. Ah, okay. And, 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 and that gave me the new story. So yeah. I, I copied that story <laughs> from my customer to my company and started to sell the investors actually the productivity. Yeah. And that was actually the thing that really boosted up and made the company the boom. And, and, and also, also the storylines and why we got after that so many new, because we actually understood that what we were doing. Electrification is about productivity yeah. and saving, doing the maximal things with the energy that we have. Yeah, yeah, we've seen a, a very similar kind of pattern. Uh, obviously, being you know around at the same kind of time, um, it, it, it's it's interesting. I just just to step back a little bit because obviously today 
it's a totally different world, you know, in this sort of post-Dieselgate, post-Elon Musk, Tesla kind of world. Electrification is kind of almost is normal. Uh, let, uh, dare I say it, fashionable. Um, yeah. And everyone's kind of trying to do it on different things. And, and for different reasons, you know, you've got legislation, so clean air zones um, and uh, CO2 regulations in the automotive side. But, you know, people tend to think about electric cars and, uh, you know, that that market. But you you have always been very focused on the kind of heavy duty side, on industrial machines, on marine, on off-highway forestry, on these things that are... People kind of don't, I think a lot of people don't even think about that there's, there's that, that millions, millions and millions of these machines in the world, all with engines, all doing work, burning fuel, often with uh, lower emissions, uh, exhaust emissions requirements than on highway. So potentially putting out quite a lot of local emissions as well. Um, there's this vast, vast market there for machinery, but, but no one, you know, people buy a Tesla because they want to look cool. No one buys a hybrid stone crusher because they want to look cool. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it is. It's it's about understanding the 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 business case to get uh, the technology into the market, and um, you know you've you've you you captured that really really well. Um, so so what other kind of applications did you start to see being very you know successful in you know stone crushers, and were there any other kind of things that really took off for you? Yeah, so so there was also a uh, uh, forest machine, forest harvesters, and it was that's also a, a little bit the contradictory when you when you think about that that we are we have we have our our statement is that uh, that we want to end the pollution of the world. So yeah. that's the statement, and we use electrification as tool. And I believe that electrification is at the moment the only technology that actually can save us, just because the efficiency is so high, and 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 that's the only way that we can get more to everyone by using only the same amount of energy so yeah. so that's the only way we cannot do less just because we need to get everybody on board with a better life and 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 it's only small part of us that has a life life uh, uh, that that is that is acceptable or even even of course for us it's too good yeah. so 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 that's that's basically the the part but the on the on on there the for example the forest harvesters also, there the efficiency is 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 good, yeah. but the forest harvester uh, machine owner they they earn from the tons or cubic meters of of wood or log. Yeah, yeah. So 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 the question was about productivity, and yeah. and also there we got the thirty percent more productivity for the for the machine, and and. This is this is the axle because the work what the machine does is the actually where the end customer is willing to pay for and so when you do more of that it doesn't matter what is the technology because that's what you the base of the earning so you are solving the primary problems of the customer yeah and and and, and the fuel is a secondary problem because it's only needed to do the primary work yeah and I- and that is also one learning on these things and and if I want to say something about electric cars. It's it's just that their their use time is ninety six percent in the garage or in the yard. So it's it's as useful as electrifying necklaces to to, to electrify the cars because they are standing only because <laughs> of you like like what is their color and how they are. So yeah. So so and, and and mobile work machines are running typically easily five thousand hours. Uh, the the it's, it's totally yeah. all the time on. So so uh, even one excavator in a in a low use it's, is is uh, is equal to to fifteen twenty cars. Yeah yeah so that's five thousand hours a year, and yeah. that would be you know a normal car might do an equivalent uh, maybe three four thousand hours in its entire life. Um, yes yes so, so yeah. the car's full lifetime is calculated maximum six thousand hours maximum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It quite when you start to think about it with these, with off highway machines, even just the logistics of supplying the fuel. You know, you're burning hundreds, uh, hundreds and hundreds of liters, if not thousands of liters, in some cases of of uh, diesel, on some of these job sites. Um, and you know, forestry, it's it's remote. You know, you work by yes. nature. You're working out in the middle of nowhere. Even things, simple things like re- resupplying. Your machines with fuel uh, are, are some major cost and and uh, an and issue um, in that kind of uh, in that kind of environment. So, yeah, and for forestry, what 
was it a similar kind of story in terms of what the the reason for the higher productivity was it just all about yeah 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 that was exactly the same and and, and after we actually or i think that our team was knowing that that it was only me that who didn't understand what we were doing so yeah. so when after i understood that actually the productivity is the thing yeah. and then we really looked at what was the reasons and and what are the best applications to and and we found out that more cyclic the work is yeah the more better it is to electrify right. because in, and, and then we started to look at different kind of ap applications that that where we actually have really high peaks for the, and in the it's equivalent to the cars that every one of us knows that when you are in the traffic lights in the yeah. city and then you accelerate as you ryan you have i don't know how many hundreds of horsepowers you have and you i know you you want to be the first one to the next lights <laughs> so you always put the pedal to the medal and, and, and go for 200 and and then then every one of us knows that that, that that then you see the 30 liters per yeah. per 100 kilometers and 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 all the power is used for that and so it's really cyclic but when you really drive 100 kilometers in a in a highway you actually need only only 10 kilowatts and you you use only four liters per 100 kilometers yeah. so but you do actually more work because you are moving more kilograms yeah. in, a, in a in a more so so that tells you that it's the same thing in the car that that if you do the acceleration and peaks out you actually would need only one cylinder engine there yeah and 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 you could do still all the same stuff and have the fastest sports car in the world and which is elon musk has proven to everyone that it's no sense anymore to compete about how fast you are because all the cars are now the electric cars are accelerating under three seconds which is crazy it's it's yeah. uncomfortable and it makes any sense so now only the distance what is the range is meaningful for yeah. everyone yeah. so how much we can get out from the energy so so that's more or less the the the, the background so then we started to find out this really cyclic and you understand that the forest machine you cut the tree and then you have long long hydraulic pipes going to the end of the of the harvester head yeah and then it needs about 200 kilowatts peak power of 10 seconds to cut the tree and move the tree block yeah yeah and this kind of peaks comes every time that you you take the you take move the lock and you cut it to the next piece there. Yeah. And then it takes a slowdown when you move to the next lock or the tree and you cut it down. So so that was like we started to look out this kind of applications. Excavator the same. Every one of us understands that when you have a hard ground and you are you are you are you are digging it. Yeah. So every time you dig to the hard ground, you have a high peak of power. But then when you are it's up. Then basically moving it in the with the arm to the side, it's it's like nothing. Yeah. So so all of these kind of cyclic things where we could cut because the diesel engine was measured to match the highest peak power because yeah. you still need to do the work. And then when we electrified that and had a small energy storage there before actually the batteries came feasible pricing. So so at that time it was no sense to do full electric ones because the batteries were so expensive. Yeah. So then you only the minimum amount of energy storage to cut the peak out and then you could put there a really small engine and you cut down every cost and and and, uh, and and also the operational cost yeah and and that was that was really that how we how we started to pull and and and, and after that we really became the number one in the world for mobile electrifying mobile machines so we did about 100 different type of machines all over the world right and is it so that that battery or not battery that's an interesting point because you've when you look at even um, some other machines from some oems like for example uh, john deere have the hybrid wheeled loading shovels that they sell in yeah. the us uh, caterpillar has uh, the hybrid uh, dozer but they don't have or they didn't have batteries on those um, on those machines in the market because they didn't they didn't actually really need them um so they were getting really good uh, benefits and again it was about productivity and he, john deere you heard that from them a lot about productivity of the machine uh yes as opposed to outright um fuel consumption so so what, what even when batteries were relatively expensive uh, you could still achieve an awful lot but in to so today obviously things have moved on a bit the battery prices come down quite a bit in in even for the special batteries you need for heavy duty machines the costs are significantly less than they were do you do you see it is there more opportunities or are you more kind of able to do battery electric machines now or still kind of yes. how how is that how has the battery cost changed the market for you uh, of course it has changed dramatically 
and, and so dramatically that it's it's feasible now. So mm-hmm. I was expecting that it will still take like 10 years before we can do full electric excavator that works for the full full time for the for the first round without intermediate charging. Yeah. And, and 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 it was uh, about one and a half years ago when we realized the, the first machine with uh, with Poncat, and 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 we re- that's that's running uh, seven seven point five hours seven and a half hours without in, intermediate charging with full battery, and 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 can can do the whole work cycles. So so that was that is really uh, now that uh, that it's already capable of of handling that, but still uh, the the cost. And, and the problematic of the charging part okay. is putting it that, that you still need to have, it's still, uh, uh, let's say, sellable on the, on the special conditions, like examples that, that you work inside a hall that, that you don't, cannot, cannot have any exhaust gases from the, from the diesel. Right. You are working in, the, in a farmhouse with the various animals, and, and of course you don't, don't want to poison them with those ones, uh, or 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 you still and or underground mining, yeah. uh, or or there is a legislation in the first cities that they don't want. They want to have silent construction sites, yeah. and and this is something that changes, of course, uh, totally the sound of the machine. They are really silent, and and you can actually do the work in the in the longer in the hours that uh, that is there. So it, it increases the productivity also in that way. But the battery prices have have really became down uh, the problematic part there is that it's it's still quite unmature as a, as a technology so we need to work all the time with the partners to improve the packaging for the mobile of highway part because it's it's uh, it's it's so much uh, uh, more demanding uh, environment compared to the to the passenger car area uh, with the, with the uh, uh, vibrations uh, they are standing still it can be really uh, sun is 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 uh, torching them and it can be 70 degrees and and still the lithium is not able to handle more than 26 so so all of this kind of and that's why we used a lot of supercapacitors before because they are not sensible of that they have a, they are basically in the lifetime cycles they are they they handle the whole lifetime for the whole machine it, it they, they you can use them in minus 40 degrees so they were but the energy amount of that it's only that you can do a 10 second peak yeah and 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 now 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 when we come that we want to have a machine that goes into the farmhouse and works there for 20 minutes so you need to have the energy storage for that and 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 now there's more and more applications where we start to see it and also that the requirement and there is uh, something else that pays it out let's take example for the towing machines of big airplanes yeah if if, if you can tow it uh, the airplane in the in the air, airport the kerosene burned by the by the by the uh, airplane costs more than than the than the towing machine electrified yeah. so so basically there is just now the questions that where we do the trade-offs and and want to save the world and and so the most of the airports are putting a lot of full electric stuff there it's, it's closed area you can charge them yeah. same is with the harbors they they can really make it uh, make it and and save save a lot of money on on those ones and because they have also extra amount of energy sometimes so they can have a local battery storage is there and utilize that energy for them for the machines that are there and with the full autonomous stuff uh, because the electric systems are much more better on controlling and much more exact on their controls more or less when you do autonomous stuff you are electrifying at the same time and one good example is the PSA Harbor in Singapore where we work together with PSA Harbor all the new 3000 tractors AGV there are, are full autonomous and full electric Wow. It's one of the world's biggest electrification. And, and and that's also funny that everybody talks about the cars and how, how there is now 50 buses in this city, but then they don't know that there is already full harbor with 3,000 going to be there with full autonomous systems in place. And, and, and those, are, those are really cool. And, and the, the saving of the energy and, and, and how, how, how good is the operational cost of that kind of a, yeah. a, a full change, it's a, it's a tremendous change in this world. Wow, that's a big, 3,000 3, trucks moving. Yeah. Is that just the trucks that are moving the containers around inside the yes, harbor? Yes, 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 wow. yes. So they are, auto, so they are automatic <clears throat> container handlers. Uh, in a in a so so it's it's like a, it's like a 
platform that you just put the container on top of it and then it automatically finds yeah. the place that you need to and then you have the then you have the parts that lift them in the device so they are just moving the containers in the hub area from one place to another right. and then there is a map and 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 it's fully autonomous so so and it's really cool there is also the charging devices are fully autonomous for they just when they are empty they drive to the station and they are charged with the fast charging and then they go back to the oh, operation wow. so and, and and it's a it's a really cool and and if you if you have a just chance sometime to to get into the Singapore harbor testing area I, I recommend it's 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 a cool we have a I think we have now 25 first autonomous HEVs there okay. running with the charging and and now now it's the full harbor starts to go on and, and and the tenders are there so it's it's a really really cool and I I believe that this is a trailblazer for the harbor industry and it will it will change the whole industry. Yeah, uh, it's 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 uh, the the calculation of the cost efficiency and and the operator safety and all of that. It's so much better. We talked a lot about the technology and the kind of applications, um, but in the mean, so we've kind of almost got up to the present day there. But there, there was quite a big for you in your journey, quite an important change um, a couple of years ago now. Yeah, where you went from being entrepreneurial. Um, Visedo as a, as a standalone company with investors and things, but still by yourself to then becoming part of, of Danfoss, which is huge. I mean, Danfoss is a massive company. Most people, I think, would know them uh, for hydraulics and uh, in most like houses, central heating system components and things like that, but a massive, massive global company. Um, can you tell us a bit about that, about that and, and how that affected you? Yeah, I, I I can tell you, and I can also uh, uh, tell you that uh, that what was the leading to that, and 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 I can thank, uh, of course, Elon Musk of that because he <laughs> changed the mindset of the world. Without him, the electrification would not have happened. Also in the off-highway industry, because the the excavator driver will not go to the electric excavator before he has uh, an electric car, and he sees that the electric car is faster, more powerful, more better. And yeah. then he sees that, hey, what is the sense that I don't have an electric excavator? So, so the change of the mindset is the first step to change of the industry. Yeah. And it always starts from the individual. So, so that's why it was important. And of course, in the in the 2015-16, everybody noticed that the electric cars really boomed off. Yeah. So, and 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 you and me, Ryan, we know that uh, that it's 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 a really difficult to find people who have uh, experience and knowledge about electrification and electric products. It's not an easy easy engineering area. No, it's sorry. it's a it, it, it's really complicated. You need to you need to do your maths in the school. You need to do your physics in the school. Yeah. You need to understand a lot of stuff. And and so the good engineers in the electrification are rare. Yeah, and you've got to be able to do. Um, it's funny. I was talking to some of our guys uh, yesterday, and you know, I've, I've, we're doing difficult things. I actually said that to someone yesterday. We're doing difficult things that other people haven't done before, which just adds to the difficulty because you can't, you know, pick up an example of when it was done last yeah. year and we do the same thing again. Uh, and we know all of. There's a lot of a lot of things you don't know about the application, about the engineering side. So you do need people who can think on their feet who are good at solving problems, as well as having, you know, the knowledge of the electrical systems, electronics, all, all of these embedded software, like hard to come by uh, technical skills, but also being able to to do new stuff and, and actually feel comfortable doing something that hasn't been done before. That's, uh, you know, that's, yeah. that's it's, 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 the, it's the nearest thing of magic that you can get. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because there in the electric motor it's 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 running rotating and there is nothing attached to it how it's possible how that's come <laughs> uh, it's, it's it you cannot see it you can cannot smell it if you are running okay you can smell it afterwards if you if if that goes wrong but but basically it's something that that you cannot measure with the, with the, with and and it's not physically there mm. so it becomes really difficult for human brains and then you can only use math and physics to, to tell you that what is wrong, what is right. And and that that makes the thing that you need to go to the school and actually learn something before you can come abroad that uh, we are Ryan so good. So we are in the sexy industry. We are so sexy and clever. So I, I like to, this is well, this is a good podcast. We can just say good things about us. In fairness though, when we both started, it definitely was not sexy. So... <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't think it was... 
much it definitely wasn't me it might have been you you know you you, you <laughs> you've got better fashion sense than i have but uh <laughs> Um, we we I don't think we personally kind of made it a sexy industry to be in. Um, yeah, so. yeah. I think that uh, I think that uh, that uh, that uh, Elon had something to do with it, but but without us, no chance he would have made it. So yeah, so we yeah. were we were we were the needed part of of making it uh, through. Definitely. But uh, yeah, but but at that time, everybody was going for electrification in the in in every. Uh, passenger car, car industry, in the automotive, everywhere in in China, it was had been booming already for ten years, and and it became clear that that the team uh, we had gathered or I gathered in the in the in the in the company was super valuable. Yeah, and and there were so many uh, companies uh, from the automotive industry around the world who wanted to acquire the company just because of the knowledge base of the people, because they had proven track, track record of making these products and systems which were actually working. And there was not so many available at that time who had a track record of doing that yeah. and knowing what that is. So, so then it became clear that as, as there was also investors that, that they want to cash out. Yeah. Because it was at the same time really expensive. We were growing 100% per year. Yeah. And, and 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 only the only the cross cross capital uh, what was needed for the working capital there that is that is the that is the money that is attached to the making the stuff yeah so so it was growing million per month yeah yeah you're consuming uh, and, 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 cash and, as a business yes now. yes yeah. yes just to be able to deliver more next month I needed to have more cash in one and and it was it was a it was a in a area that everybody wanted to invest at that time only the software. So it was also really yeah. not sexy for the investors, and I think that you know it really well what I'm talking about. That, that even it's now, almost in, yeah, it's still like that. But it's just because the payback time and the risk in the software industry is so much slower yeah. than in the in in the stuff that you do real, and you need to have a real factory, and you need to really invest to the mold. And if you if you don't, uh, not, if you, if it goes fail on the mold, you just lost one hundred thousand. Yeah, it's, it's and you, you you just never recover it. So it always seems strange to me though that the investment community doesn't seem to understand, um, you know, that sort of growth capital cycle. You know, if you're scaling up, you you have to increase inventory. You have to, you know, invest in stock and materials, and, yeah. and these are all assets to the business. But you can't, you know, you can't grow a hundred percent a year and reduce your stock. T- you know, yes, stop yes. requirement but that's, at the same but, time. Yeah, but software is free. It never has an inventory. You just unlimitedly <laughs> produce it and, and you have a 100% cross margin for the sales. Yeah. So 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 if, when you are competing against this kind of companies, of course, it's clear that it's it's really hard time. But because of that that problematic there, it yeah. was clear that it, the company will be sold. Yeah. And, and, and of course, uh, 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 most of the companies who were looking said that they want to they don't they are not interested about the mobile work machines yeah so yeah. they are not interested about the business so much they are in, interested about the technology and the people and they want that we will focus and become r&d center for some automotive company right and and of course after after 10 years of hard work finding and putting ourselves through the business i tend to love the business yeah yeah <laughs> that, that and, and also that it has a meaning meaningful part to the to the pollution because it was actually the machines that were were doing something that were used and not the decoration on the yard so it was also something that we really believed in and i i really felt that it needs to be a it needs to be something that we built the company that we want to continue. Yeah. And Danfoss was clearly saying that that what they want to do is the mobile of highway machines because that's the biggest business they have. Yeah. And 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 when they when the Danfoss customers are moving from hydraulics to electrification or they just need electrification, Danfoss wants to be there for them yeah. also with the technology of the next day. And and there, there I could really see that that we have a place and we have a life and also because they, it's an industrial giant, there is also the shoulders to to invest yeah. and they know what is the investment cycles and needs to this kind of real industry. Yeah. So so I think that that was really the best match and and then I was uh, happy that finally the investors and 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 Danfoss came into agreement that uh, that what was the outcome there and yeah. and then then uh, then as as uh, as it said we became happy campers of Danfoss. <laughs> yeah because you know the funny thing is and i i know this having you know met you several times 
yeah. fairly soon after that, that that deal happened. I remember saying to someone after the first time I saw you afterwards, and I was like, he is so happy. <laughs> like, and, and the change, because, you know, before that, I think you had a lot of pressure and a lot of the same issues that, you know, other people in our yeah. area have. And it's all the same, the fights with the investors, all that sort of pressure, trying to scale the business. And, and then you just... It was like a switch had, had flipped and uh, I'd never seen a smile as big. Um, <laughs> but then what, what's also interesting is two, two years later, it is two years, isn't it now? It's now three years. Three years later, sorry, three yes. years later. You're still smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have good doctors also in the company. <laughs> <part of> the... <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're yeah, keeping yeah. you well medicated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you need to do for entrepreneurs if you want to keep them. So, so no, but but uh, but but what what was easing up as 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 uh, as as was that that because the passion is for the technology and passion is to really change the machines and 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 have a, have have your uh, handprint to the world to change the change the world to be a better place and and end the pollution. And now you. I could really concentrate on that. I don't need to anymore go to the investors and 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 go to the London City Bank and try to tell the story and then yeah. being kicked out because of the industrial yeah, yeah, <laughs> stamp yeah. in your forehead and and, and 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 feeling really really tired because all of my days in the late was only about money. Yeah, it was only about money related stuff. It was not anymore about because the the, the the we had solved the thing that we were solving, and then the growth became and 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 now when we when we became part of Danfoss, this was solved, and also Danfoss has a really great method that they give you still the independence. Right. So I I could still keep the profit and loss account. I I had still made my own strategy, which I present to the segment president and and the and the uh, to the global leadership team yeah. there and they they gave me a freedom still to lead the strategy and the company of course big companies much more restricted with the, what you need to do there's much more processes and 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 these processes just drive me nuts i can yeah. tell you honestly because nobody's listening to this so so i can just tell you that this is crazy it's a, the, the big companies are so so on this but if you take and and it, when every time that I I feel that this is something not because I'm so entrepreneurial, I want to be fast and agile. I love to do fast decisions and beating the markets and beating the competition. And yeah. that's the best thing that I can feel that when our team has been faster to maneuver around the world, and then then we can say, hey, we beat Siemens, ABB, even done for such a time. And yeah. you could really do the smaller one, and you could you, you could change the world and be faster and take it. And, and then you come to this this area that you have 100 different kind of blankets that you need to fill. And then then in the morning when I wake up the first two hours, I push the accept button of different things yeah. that, that that the processes move forward. And then you think that, okay, this is something that uh, that AI can do any day. <laughs> so, I, but, uh, but then when you do take the good things and, uh, and if you say the, the annoying things for entrepreneurial mindset, the good things are so much more. Yeah. When yeah. when you have been there for a decade and more, yeah. it's it's so much more, and it gives you the freedom to, and also it's for the people. Uh, you know it probably also. You 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 love your stuff. You would like to give them the chance to educate themselves, become professionals. But because you don't have the money and capabilities, they are just there, and they need to behave. They need to become managers of the small teams without any tool set. They, yeah. they, you cannot help them on the on training them on all the issues in the world that needs to be there. Yeah. And at the same time, you need to still cut short for the corners with all the approvals that the world have invented because small companies just cannot follow all of them at the same time. It's just impossible. So now, now I could really give to the team and the people the capabilities of doing careers, going to the trainings and really making sure that they are also getting more than just a workplace that has a passion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic so, so, that Danfoss, because a lot of big companies wouldn't bring that. You know, it's sort yeah. of quite oppressive, but it is, it's remarkable actually um, how well they, they have kind of managed to integrate you, but retain <clears throat> that entrepreneurial spirit and uh, the, the some of the agility that you guys had before. Um, I just, I've noticed the time and we've kind of, at risk of running over, but it's been a really fascinating discussion. There was one market in particular that you, you've you done quite a bit of work in that I was interested in. Um, we, we haven't had anyone talk on the show before about marine, 
Um, and I just I wondered if you could tell us a little bit about some of your experiences in the marine sector with electrifying um, electrifying ships and and different kinds of vessels. Yeah, that's a that's really a nice business, and of course, how how I look at it as 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 uh, entrepreneurs have a mindset that we we simplify things. As I did with the mobile work machines, I thought that uh, that it's one year and I will have new excavators in the market. Well, wasn't <clears throat> true, but still uh, still uh, with uh, with the passion and 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 lot of stamina, we we could do it in the in the first seven years. Okay. But in the in the marine market, I said to the Hey, it's like a mobile work machine, it's, but it's on the water. How difficult can it be? Yeah, and it's much more easier because they are basically just water mixtures. There are just two water mixtures, so how it's just so simple with our stuff. So let's just go there, do the same stuff, and sell it. Yeah. Well, it was a it was a learning curve, and we can have another talk of that. How 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 long did it take, and what kind of fun we had there during the marine times? But if you think about the ferry. Yeah, it's it's point to point. It doesn't move around. It's really easy. There's always electricity on the on the on the pier. Yeah, and 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 it stops in every every time it comes. So basically, if you just have electricity, the machine never moves around, and 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 you have a stop in every certain times. Yeah, it's 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 just must electrification be done. It's it's no question about it because now it's a, it's really easy to calculate that. That they are they are never running uh, uh, full speed. The yeah. machines are about fifty percent too big there. Yeah. Anyhow, just because there is regulations in the marine industry that you need to have one hundred thirty percent of of power compared, and and not, none of the vessels never go with the full speed. They typically go with sixty seven. So so basically everything is overdimensioned. And and what is good in electric systems, they are just perfect for that kind of applications. They save the energy, and if it's a point to point, it's it's really easy to charge. Yeah. So. So basically, and, and at the same time, the pollution is, is just going away. Every one of you have been in the ferries or vessels and you know the vibration. It's, everything is moving and, yeah. and when you leave, it's just terrible. And then when you have electric vessel, it's totally silence. You can see the, and hear the seagulls and the sound of the water. You are really part of the nature, no matter how big is the ship. So, so it's just something that when you once experience it, you say that uh, it's it's everything needs to change, yeah. and and because it's totally changes the pollution. Yeah, there is no pollution coming to the ocean or that area anymore. So so it's just that now all the things that are in the harbors, typically harbors are in the in the city centers. That's where the people live, and that's also where the most expensive apartments typically are. Yeah. And then there comes the ship there, and it has a. Uh, IMO three diesel engines and it starts to fume the also exhaust into the to the to the to the to the apartments that are there. Yeah, and and it's it's a pride of the city to have that harbor. Yeah, yeah. so it's so easy in the in also in the populistic way to to clean that because that's in the eyes of the people. You want to change something that you see every day. You want to see that it's clean. You don't want to see uh, dirty harbors and you don't want to have the pollution around you. And if you think about Hong Kong itself, 30% of the air pollution comes from the harbor and the vessels there. Wow. 30%. Wow. And, 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 and more or less everything can be just electrified by, by the government ruling because most of the the, it's it's handable by the government. Yeah. So that's that's why you can you can believe that this is probably the the most sensible market to do immediately. Yeah, yeah. But not I guess um I mean marine engines are not very tightly regulated from an emissions point of view especially when they're um out of uh, the, you know sort of domestic waters. And the 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 industry's really been quite slow to to move um to and the the most bizarre thing in the marine industry is uh, exhaust scrubbers as a technology it's it's perplexed me um a, a great deal that you know in, in cars we've got adblue and and sort of diesel engines with after treatment systems in the marine sector they've got after treatment but it's basically a big um, a, a big shower system where it takes the exhaust fumes and catches some of some not all of the emissions but then puts it straight in the sea so it's not treating. Yeah. It's not treating it. It's not kind of doing anything yes, positive. Yes, it's it, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's like it's like washing your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and putting it straight in the seawater, yeah. which is yeah. just yeah. Yeah. It, it just doesn't make sense um, to me anyway. Yeah. So we're trying to. Yeah. So yeah, elect electrify. Do you? 
It's ferries and things. It's, it's, do you think it's short distance ferries or do you see yeah. potential for long distance it's, stuff? It's, it's now for the short distance and it's because the amount of energy that is needed and also the charging. But when you go to the overseas, and this is also why the marine is so so difficult to change in a, in a, because all of the stuff that we use, what you get from Amazon, that's the reason that you get from Alibaba with one euro delivery cost. Yeah, because yeah. the marine is the primary primary. primary a way of logistics for all of our equipment and, and, and stuff that we use. Yeah. So all the sneakers, t-shirts, whatever, they come with the marine. And, and if somebody puts more cost there, it's immediately affecting, I don't know, 70, 80% of all the stuff that you see on the, on the, on the shops that what we use in the food everywhere. Yeah. So, so, and that's why it's really, really uh, difficult to change that. And, and the short sea shipping is regulated by local governments and it doesn't hurt this industry. So that's why there is, but they are under the same regulation, which is, uh, I think, something that should be changed. And also, I think that it should be just agreed that, okay, now if you are if you are using this kind of old machines, you are not anymore allowed to come to the waters of Europe whatsoever, just to make sure. I think that we should pay a little bit more of the sneakers that, that if they... If they uh, but, but of course, it's easy for me to say. I'm in the good position in the life, so it's easy for me to say. But still, this is the problematic there, that, that it affects to the 70-80% of all the things that we see around us. Yeah. So, so, so there, and then the question is that the battery is never be... Oh, never. Don't ever say never. If you say never, then you are too old for doing anything new. Yeah. So, so, but at the moment and for the seeable future, the batteries are not able to have that kind of energy that it makes sense go long, long sea yeah. uh, uh, trips uh, with that energy. So then the question is, so what is the solution? Is it then the LNG? Yeah. But the LNG is the question that, that uh, is the natural gas any better? It's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, and, and, and with CO2s, there is, there is no, no, that, that big kind of planet. Yeah. Then the hydrogen and the fuel cells. Well, if the hydrogen is done with the renewable energy, then it makes sense. That's really uh, a renewable. But if the hydrogen is done with uh, with uh, using fossil fuels, it's it's stupid because the efficiency of doing that yeah. is worse than burning the fossil fuels directly in the diesel engines. Yeah, it's all your particulate problem, but maybe not your CO two problem. That's yes, uh, yeah, yes, for sure. Yes, yes. And, and and we need to think about systematic. Uh, uh, solutions, not point solutions, because yeah. we are just moving the problem. So we need to solve yeah. the systematic issues. And the systematic issues that I believe in uh, is that there will be this kind of a hydrogen-based uh, uh, okay. fuel cells or, or, or engines that, and we do it with, because the energy will be free of charge, I can tell you. Right. Yeah. If you didn't know, energy will be free of charge for everyone, because the solar panels become so good that there is everyday sun more than we use and we will have more energy than we need and it's free of charge. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. So so <laughs> just just for you know knowledge that 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 don't worry, the energy will be free of charge and it will be so much available that we can do whatever we want. So then we can use it to make hydrogen or synthetic fuels. Yeah. And those can be then used for the long 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 term and and, and this kind of uh, shipping industry and and we should just uh, put more efforts from now from the Green Deal money in Europe or or, or what, whatsoever to to accelerate this change yeah. because that has so big influence to all of our lives. Yeah, some big projects coming with um, generating green hydrogen from huge wind farms that are just being dedicated to producing uh, basically hydrogen from from renewables. So it's yes. a, it's a it's a big sector. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. And you because you've You've been involved in marine for many years, um, and and there are a number of a, a good number of vessels out there now that are running around on um, on your powertrain hardware. Yeah, yeah, with with many more to come. So, yeah, yeah fascinating. So, last question, because because um, we've we've done like well and truly blown the time, <laughs> but it's been it's been really great to talk to you. Um, what are you most excited about in the in the future? Uh, so, what's what what have you got coming that you're most excited about? Uh, well, of course, if we think about about the the, the electrification, the the the, the Danfoss life, of course, uh, I'm I'm really seeing that the breakthrough is really near. 
I'm, I'm excited to see we have been able to put ourselves in the position that we are clearly the leading, leading on the on the marine. We are leading on the off highway, and of course now now with the, we started the on highway part. So mm-hmm. so that's then that's much more competitive than 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 basically other ones. And and of course uh, you know entrepreneurs they hate losing so much, so they do whatever they can to win it. And and yeah. of course that's now really exciting for me. That can we can we find a way to be really strong and of course as Danfoss has uh, we have our own silicon carbide uh, uh, power modules and we are the only house in the in the world that can have a really full liner from from the power electronics so so I'm really excited when we can bring out the new products with the full line of Danfoss capabilities and 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 really really hit hard to this market and 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 show that what we can and when we can publish the new new deals that we have so 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 that's that's really exciting but then when we looked outside uh, one of the I have I have almost influencing to the, some of the new companies as a, as a small investor and also in the okay. so I'm chairman in the board in the company that where we will do the office air to be he- more healthier and make you more productive so I can increase your productivity by just taking the CO2 out of the air in the office as you know that uh, that you when you are in a thin air in a in a meeting room you feel tired you can you cannot do good decisions so so what what we what we do in that we take the co2 out we drop it to 200 ppm so you are as clever as you can ever be <laughs> yeah and and then i make synthetic fuel out of the co2 because i get the carbon out of the co2 and then i have water so i take the hydrogen out of there and i use uh, solar panels to the electricity and then we have there uh, this kind of bacteria that takes this as uh, and eat them and, and make co ch4 there so methanin out wow. of that and we, we and we have a synthetic fuel coming out of that and that is really full circulating of co so we make synthetic fuel out of the co2 so you are worth of one liter of gasoline per day, man. If you know that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so think about that. That that you need to charge your outbreathing in the future. So. <laughs> yeah, indoor uh, indoor air quality is a big area that I think uh, people are so unaware of. You know that air air quality, the need for good air circulation and 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 comfort, like heat heat recovery as well. Yes. It's such uh, yes. so overlooked in in, in yes. homes and in office space. Um, yeah, huge area. Wow. Well, that yeah. is that's amazing. Um, I I'd and, and fascinating. So thank thank you so much for taking the time out, Kimo, to talk to talk to us today. Um, I've really enjoyed that. I've learned a lot. Uh, I'm sure the listeners will have got a lot from that. So so thank you. Hey, super! Thank you, Ryan. It was uh, it was really a pleasure and an honor to be interviewed by you, and and it's it's so so fun with me with you all the time, and 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 it's really really that I I feel that we are brothers in arms in in this yeah. one, and really really can every time with you we can sh- we can share the war stories of the of the electrification, <laughs> and it's not so many in the world that you can share the pain 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 with all the money and 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 technology and and the. And the really the turbulent times that we have had throughout the different kind of economic crises, oil crises, and 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 the COVID with the, all the same time within the so so it has not been an easy time for us. And still we are here, we are smiling, we are making the world better, and 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 still hey, some people still even listen to us. So so it's uh, more fun. And 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 anyone who feels interested, you can just contact me in LinkedIn and and and. And, and and contact and ask more if, if there is anything yeah. please free free so so thank you ryan it was really a pleasure thank you uh so for everyone listening i will put some links in the show notes uh, to uh, kimo's linkedin profile and a couple of other the other things that we touched on um uh, so if you go down in the show notes below you'll find some links out to that um so thank you to everyone who's listening to us today thank you for taking the time out to listen to us don't forget you know you can send us your questions um, hit like uh, and uh, and subscribe to the channel. We've got lots of new episodes coming um, and it really helps us get the channel out to more people. Uh, the more people that subscribe and comment and uh, we've had some really interesting comments and, and some great feedback, some more five-star reviews coming in the last few days. So thank you very much for those. Um, you know who you are. So, uh, so that's great. Um, and that's all we've got time for today. I, I really look forward to speaking to you again soon.